Welcome to the Illuminated Feminine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Tarantola, former pharmacist, author, hypnotherapist, and transformation coach. This podcast is your sanctuary for spiritual healing, energy work, and transformation, where we dive into raw and real spiritual conversations to uplift, inspire, and ignite you into your highest truth, aka your illuminated feminine essence. Tune in as I flow into soulful energetic exchange with my illuminated guests, friends, colleagues, family, and experts in their field. And no matter where you are in your spiritual journey, you'll discover new insights and inspiration to illuminate your life to the fullest. So let's dive in. So welcome back to the Illuminated Feminine Podcast. I am Dr. Christina Tarantola, and I'm a former pharmacist, author, transformation coach, and I love to help visionary women to release blocks that are holding them back so that they can accelerate into their next level of income and impact. And amazing uh, woman that I have here with me today. I'm super excited. It's the Christina and Christina show. (laughs) I have Dr. Christina Madison here with me. And we're going to be doing uh, hashtag candid conversations that came through as I got on the phone uh, on this call with her. And uh, I want to start off with that actually just having a little fun. Uh, before we got on this podcast, we were talking about the new fashion statement that is going around. And I, I would love to hear from you uh, what that is. Tell, tell our, our listeners what, what this new fashion statement is as of COVID. Yeah, so because people are really not going out in public much, which is, by the way, very safe from a public health standpoint, um, and because we're doing so much virtual um, commuting, whether that's into the office or for business meetings, that people are no longer buying pants. And if they do wear pants, they are comfy pants, right? So, like, so jeans, like no one's buying jeans anymore. Like people are so done with jeans, like be, anything that's form fitting or tight. Um, it's like the, the prerequisite now is that you, you have to get something with an elastic band and it's all about comfort because if you're going to be sitting in front of, you know, a computer screen for more than a couple hours, you know, you want to be comfortable. Right. And then it's all about the really, you know, beautiful tops and, and, you know, maybe a, maybe a nice uh, coat to put on top, but really it's like business up top and maybe cash down below. (laughs) Cash. I love it. I love it. Well, I wanted to just start off with a little uh, light humor. I think all of us can use it after 2020. It's already August, but we need some humor up in here. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, You have so many amazing things that you're up to and things that you've done. So yeah, let's just hear a little bit about you. Well, thank you so much, first and foremost, for having me, Christina. This is an amazing opportunity, and I'm, I'm so thankful and appreciative that you um, you reached out to me, and you're like, I just want to get to know you, and I just think that's amazing. And so I feel like, in general, we just, more women need to reach out and, and elevate each other because, you know, highlighting other women doesn't dampen your glow. And, you know, you always want somebody around to fix your crown. So I am just so happy that you're in my world and in my orbit. So that's first and foremost. Um, So about me. All right. So my name is Christina Madison. Uh, I am a clinical pharmacist that lives and works in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, And I have been 
um, teaching for a college of pharmacy. To, this is my 13th year going into my 14th year. And last year I decided that I wanted to pivot. Um, so I started a consulting business and um, my, the name of my consulting business is the public health pharmacist. And um, at the beginning of this year, I thought I was going to be doing all these keynotes and I was going to be a professional speaker and I was going to go out and spread the word about why public health matters and just thought, you know, this is, this is my year and 2020 is just going to be amazing. And then COVID hit. And obviously that opportunity that I thought I had needed to change. And so I really took you know, that entrepreneurial spirit and the, the essence of what I was trying to accomplish. And I said, okay, I can still make this work. So what can I do now? And I got an opportunity through the College of Pharmacy that I work for um, to uh, be interviewed on one of the network television stations about COVID-19. Um, since I do have a public health background, um, they wanted an expert to come in and talk about it. And that was um, the very end of January. And we had had our first case in um, in the United States that had been identified. And the rest is really history. At this point, I've probably been featured in over 50 on-air interview appearances um, in various networks. So even though most of my interviews are local, a lot of them are picked up by other markets across the country. Um, I even had a colleague of mine um, tell me that she saw me on her local news station in Mobile, Alabama, which I thought was just kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, and a couple of the stories that I've done have been picked up by Yahoo News. Um, I've also did, done some international um, Twitter live streams. So it's just been, an amazing roller coaster. Um, and I also am a spokesperson for a local mask company called Boomer Naturals. So um, it's just been amazing. Like I've, I'm in a national television commercial as an infectious disease pharmacist, which is amazing because then I can promote, um, you know, the profession of pharmacy in addition to a public health um, intervention, which is wearing um, face coverings and face masks. So it's just been, um, I, you know, if the opportunity is coming, I, even if I don't know what it is or exactly what to do yet, it's kind of all about that messy yes, right? So like, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. I say that all the time because it's like, even if it's not perfect, if it's something that you feel like aligns with your mission and your vision, then just go for it. And I haven't looked back. And here we are. This is and here we are. Number 51. <laughs> you said you're 50. Wow. So you've been doing a lot of, it's interesting how like, I mean, COVID did bring a lot of opportunity for you. So maybe in a, in an indirect way, I always say like, God has a bigger plan. Maybe it's going to lead you in a different way. So that's beautiful. And thank you for sharing that backstory of just um, kind of like how you had that plan, you know, at the beginning of the year. And then this hit, you were actually at the forefront, like because I didn't even, I don't watch the news. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but um, you, you knew before, I mean, I didn't even know about COVID until March 1st, maybe. So like you were at the very yeah. beginning, like speaking and sharing about it, which is really, how was that experience for you? Um, so it was really interesting. Um, so part of the consulting business strategy was really to have this like full court 
um, personal branding, uh, social media blitz, right? So before I started the, the business, I actually purchased the domain name for my website and then went through and then um, systematically created, you know, the same branding for all the different social media platforms. So that was, it was very strategic and very uh, purposeful. And so I even started hashtag trending my own hashtag, which is the public health pharmacist. So, you know, a lot of that stuff was on the back end. And then when January hit, I had already been posting about this new virus that they found in China back in December. So like when they asked me to come on as like expert commentary, they actually used my social media feed as part of like the rationale to ask me to come in, which was pretty amazing. Um, And so luckily I did have some media training before I went in. Um, So I have a girlfriend of mine, she um, has a social media um, or a a media um, coaching business And so when she, um, she moved back to Vegas, so she's an Emmy award-winning journalist um, and on-air personality. And she's been um, doing that for many, many years and we knew each other socially. And so when she was moving back to Vegas um, late 2019, we were both talking about starting our businesses. And so she kind of used me as a guinea pig to work on her, um, like her services for her coaching business. And then I was like, hey, you know, this is something I could totally do as part of my business too. And we could pitch each other. And so it was kind of like we were practicing for this like opportunity because when I got asked to do that very first on camera in studio interview, I I messaged her and I was like, hey, I'm supposed to do this interview tomorrow. You know, can you give me some tips? And she told me like exactly what to do. And literally right after I got done with that interview um, and that particular station, they probably call on me the most of all of the stations. They were like, wow, they're like, you were like, that was really good. Have you done this before? And I full on lied and said, yes. I was like, yes, yes, I have. Thank you. You are born. Let me know if you need me to come back. I full on lied. Like, (laughs) because I wanted them to. I didn't want them to think that I was like this newbie that didn't know what they were doing and was just like making it up as I went along. Right. And so like, I just, I just went with it. And so it was just really great. And, um, that, that same reporter, he's so funny. He always tells me, he's like, you did such a good job. That first interview, he was like, we, we kind of like put your name to the side. Like we were like, we just need to call her again when something comes up again, (laughs) which was just like amazing. It's amazing, like, just kind of processing everything that you just said. What I see, because, like, I'm very intuitive, so I see things when people talk or, like, I get intuitive impulses, and I almost see, like, God was lining that up for you and, like, coordinating you with that person that you were just mentioning with, like, the media kit and, you know, with that business because it was like, hey, this is down the road, and, like, that synergy just clicked in when you got that opportunity. And I feel like that's a lot of kind of how we manifest things and how we create things is that you have a certain energy and maybe desires like, Hey, I want to put myself out there. And then someone comes into your orbit and you're like, Oh my God. Yes. And you kind of just follow that breadcrumb trail. And the other thing that I wanted to say too, was like, I really admire how you just take action. 
because that's really, I would say, one of the keys to success that I think is really underrated is like the opportunity could be right there. And oftentimes like we'll get in our own head and we're like, oh, I can't, I'm not ready, I'm a new, whatever. And you're just like, let's do it. So anybody listening, if you get an opportunity, just go for it. Like I know that there's fear and there's there might not ever be a lack of fear, but that's what I found in my journey is to just like go for it. You know? Yeah. And I, I mean, I would 100% echo those sentiments and tell you, of course, I was scared. I was scared out of my mind. Like, and I showed up and I took all these pictures because I was like, just in case this doesn't happen again, right? Like, I was like, at least I have like a record, right? I'm like, I can at least say I did this once, right? And so, uh, you know, I think the other part of this too is that, like, you know, opportunity, yes, I, I totally agree. Like, you know, the, the concept of luck. Um, I think there's a lot of people who say, oh, well, she's just lucky or da, 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 da. But I really do feel like luck is what you make of it. And it's, it's hard work and dedication combined with opportunity, right? And so like, I've been in public health for pretty much my entire pharmacy career. So like, there was only a few, you know, a few years at the very beginning when I was first starting out, like right after I did my residency, um, I taught for a medical school and then um, I worked in managed care for a little while, but like, that's like maybe three years out of the total, you know, 16 years that I've been a pharmacist. So, you know, I spent a decade working in a public health department doing disaster preparedness, pandemic planning, oh my mass vaccination campaigns. And um, I, like my other big passion is sexual health and HIV and, and prevention. So it's like, I almost feel like, you know, all of that, all of that experience that decade was like, just like grooming me for this moment in time. Cause I, cause I talk to people all the time. They're like, well, I didn't know that, you know, ultraviolet light could kill this or, you know, who thought of that? Or, you know, there's all these things that people are saying are new ways to like, deal with this virus, but it's not, it's like, it's almost like tuberculosis, which we've known for years is an infectious respiratory communicable pathogen and HIV, which is a virus that changes and mutates and, and has changes, right? It's like the two of these infections had a baby and it's called COVID-19. Like it's crazy. Cause it's like the same testing stuff that we do for HIV we use for COVID the same stuff that we're doing to like neutralize COVID-19, like ultraviolet light, HEPA filtration, you know, because of the respiratory droplets and how tuberculosis is spread. That's how COVID-19 is spread. So it's like, I spent a decade in a tuberculosis clinic and treating HIV patients. Like who would have thought in a million years that those two things would end up giving me all of this like insight for this new infection that nobody knows how to deal with. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. And like I said, I just see you like exactly what you said that you were being prepared for like this very moment. And I actually have just a quick story. My friend Tanya, um, she was a journalist, you know, she's my college roommate and brilliant person. She had, um, you know, she's been in journalism for probably 13 years. And now that like the Black Lives Matter came out, she started putting articles out and now she's in like the New York Times and the Washington Post. So like, it's that same thing. So amazing. She's an incredible person. Like she, I, I'm just, I'm getting the chills because it's like, 
I know her and like now she's in, she like blew up kind of like you, like now you're in all of these things and these different, you know, TV shows. And I'm like, I'm going to need your autograph. <laughs> so I, I'm happy to, to give you whatever you like, Christina. Oh, I would love it. I autograph. just, yeah, no, no, no. I, I get such like, um, like this warm and like just supportive glow from you. It's, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but even like when we were on the phone, um, cause that, you know, when we first just chatted, I was like, this woman is something, you know, like how, like, again, you, you know, you've mentioned it, that you just have these, like, you have this intuition and you have this feeling and, um, you know, and I'm, I'm very analytical and very like objective and it's so wonderful to see someone who has been able to really marry like the, you know, just this, this kind of the metaphysical world and sort of like that intuition and, and, and the spiritual realm and, and talking very freely about like, you know, the fact that you trust in God and like, that's, you don't see that very often. And so it's just, it's really it's really inspiring and it's really comforting. And so I feel like, especially in these times, like that's what we need. We need a friendly, comforting, you know, voice that can, you know, really guide us through um, where we're at in this moment in time. Oh my gosh, that whole, that really hit me like in my heart. And I just really received that. And thank you for seeing me clearly. That's a really beautiful sentiment. And I just so appreciate that, that you can sense that. Um, wow. I'm like speechless right now. <laughs> Girl, don't get misty. Yeah. I, I put my makeup on for you. <laughs> Christina and Christina show. We're getting <laughs> mental over here. Um, but yeah, I love everything that we're talking about here. And I, I really wanted to delve into like, more about your passion. I know you said that you have the passion to really, you know, like sexual health and um, like HIV and, and all of that type of education. What are some of the other things that you really want to impart um, on people? Like whether it's, you know, somebody listening on the podcast or somebody watching on YouTube, what do you, um, what do you feel is like a message that people need to hear right now that you feel you're, like we kind of were talking about this before, like being of service and like coming together. I wanted to just delve into that a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, I, the first thing I would say is just like the freedom to feel like you can be your authentic self. So right now, um, you know, I'd mentioned that I spent a decade working in a public health department. Um, and now my current clinical practice is in a clinic that caters to um, the LGBTQ community um, and sexual and gender minorities. And so I would say the big thing for me is just like acceptance and, and just like decreasing stigma and yeah. just really allowing people to be their authentic selves. Um, because I feel like part of what we're, you know, what we're seeing right now in this moment is, you know, a lot of racial tension. And a lot of that is because we haven't been able to be our, our true and authentic selves. And because there's this institutionalized, you know, oppressive force 
to no, you know, not let us really be able to reach our full potential. And I think that that's not only true for persons of color, but for women in particular. I mean, like, think about the moment we're in right now in history where we have a presidential candidate who is committed to picking a female running mate for vice president. Like, that, like that alone, like we're, this is the hundredth year anniversary of the right to vote, like for women. I mean, this, it's just, there's so much going on right now in this moment um, beyond COVID that's so historic that I just want people to feel empowered, empowered to be themselves and empowered to really speak their truth. Um, because I feel like a lot of people don't want to do that because of fear of stigma or judgment. But like, this is the time, like, you know, like if you have questions, ask questions, you know, like I had somebody ask me, you know, about the Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, really what that meant. And I said, you know, it, it, it's not, you know, this, this thought process that people are like, well, all lives matter. Well, no, it's, that's not what it's trying to say. It's Black Lives Matter too. Right, and right. if our lives mattered, then we wouldn't have to make the statement, <laughs> you know, like there's so much injustice in the world and, and really just this thought process of, of equity, right? So it's not just equality, which means that we're all in a playing, the same playing field, but actually thinking about equity because equity when it's done correctly means that someone is not purposefully trying to bring you down and, and is causing an injustice. Right. So like that, that's what I feel like, you know, we need to be seeing more of is not just equality, but equity. And when we get to the point where we can have true equity, then I think that this country may be able to start to heal. And that's why I feel called to service is because of that lack of equity and because of vulnerable populations. And, you know, I know that we have all of these health disparities because of stigma, because of discrimination, because yeah. of microaggressions that I get every day, you know, that people say, oh, well, you sound so educated or, you know, oh, well, you're not really black. And I'm like, when is that okay? Like, when, when did you feel like that was something that you could say to someone without feeling remorse or that you were not hurting that person's feelings? You know, like in their minds, they feel like that's, that's a positive, but it's not like, just let me be me. And don't think that it's like, because you're a black woman or because you're a woman or because you're a person of color. No, it's because of me. And it's because of the work I put in, like, stop putting labels on things. Just let me be myself, you yeah. know, and just, and be able to create and be able to, to be comfortable in your own skin. I love what you just said. And it, it was so beautifully, um, it was just so eloquently said and what I got at the end, that's why I was closing my eyes is like, I get, I'm getting the intuition that the whole thing is like releasing judgment. Like the collective is releasing judgment. And that, that's why all of this is coming up because it's like purging from the collective consciousness of, you know, letting people just be who they are. It doesn't matter the color of your skin, what you want to be lesbian, black, whatever like, like you said, it's like embracing your authentic self and having a voice. And I feel like that's really like, you're, you're an icon for that because you're here, like speaking your truth, not only on this podcast, but like 
to all, you know, your message is being spread far and wide because it's a message that needs to be heard. That's really what I feel. And like, that's, it's an amazing thing. Like you're a, you're a pharmacist, you're a black woman, you're an amazing, you know, educated woman, like out there being like, Hey, you know, this is how like be, be okay. Like be okay being yourself and just really embracing that. So what you represent is, uh, it's, it's amazing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's just, it's taken me a long time to get to this point. Like, let's be honest, who would have thought that at age 40, I'd be a TV personality and, you know, in commercials, like no, nobody puts that in your plan, you know, like, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it is what it is. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel so blessed and so thankful. Um, you know, I, you know, I've, I've experienced grief and loss during this time. I lost my grandmother, um, in May. Um, and you know, even though it wasn't specifically from COVID, I don't think COVID helps. She was in assisted living. Um, you know, she wasn't able to see myself or my, my mother. And, you know, I think it, it definitely made an impact. And, you know, she was the matriarch of our family. She was the last surviving sibling of all of her four siblings. She was almost 91 years old. Like, I just feel like we're seeing this, you know, because of COVID, we're seeing the loss of a generation of our elders and all of that, like, historical knowledge and insight is gone. And I just, I think about all of the things that I say that my grandmother used to say. And it's like, I just, I, I wish I would have taped her or like had a better chronicle of, you know, all of the ways that she impacted my life. And I just, you know, these are the things that keep me up at night, you know, like, how am I going to explain these things to my, you know, to my biracial children, you know, that don't understand you know, why, you know, someone wouldn't like you because of how you look, you know, like my, my two-year-old doesn't know a world where everyone's mommy isn't black and everyone's daddy isn't white. Like she doesn't know a world that that doesn't exist in, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's heavy. It's heavy and it weighs on me. And I don't want people to feel like, because I'm like out there and I'm, you know, started a business and, you know, creating all of these things that I don't have times where I doubt things and times where I'm stressed and times where I have to really evaluate my mental health, you know, cause there are days where I wake up and I'm like, I just can't get anything done. Like, I just don't feel like I can get it together. But the thing that helps is having a supportive spouse and having family around me and my kids, you know, like the joys of children. Like I posted something this morning about my two-year-old. She was like, mommy, can I have a banana? Like she just, that's the only thing she just wanted this banana so bad. And I was like, girl, it's 7am. I'm just trying to get going. And she just, and I finally gave it to her and she was like, thank you very much, mommy. I love you. You know? So like, that's how I started my day with this little, princess of politeness and all her gratitude and I was like okay I can't be mad at anything look yeah. at this yeah and you 
that was another thing that you talked about before, like the things that you really uh, wanted to share was like the gratitude as like, I know that a lot of people talk about like gratitude journal and different things, but like, I totally relate to what you just said. Like I'm planning a wedding right now. I'm stressed, like trying to figure out like this retreat, my business, all of that. And I found, I actually did this yesterday. I wrote a gratitude list and I was like, this is all I have. Like I have my legs. I have like, you know, yeah. and I think that that's so important um, to be able to kind of shift your focus to be like, all right, I know that this is happening right now. And like, look at everything that's going right. And that's great. You know? And that's honestly the only way I've survived, like, is because I put my focus in something else versus like dwelling on the stuff that I couldn't control. Right. So like when we were in the middle of the shutdown, um, I was trying to get people PPE. And so like I had a former student of mine reach out to me and then I had somebody who had contacted me that was making homemade masks. And so like connecting them and I was like running around town, you know, delivering PPE to people that I knew needed it. And it was like, I was like a mask fairy, but it was like, it was, it kept me going because like, it was something that I knew that I could actually make an impact, however small it may have been, it meant something to that one person. And so like, that's what really saved me because I mean, let's be honest, like it sucked. Like yeah. it sucked, right? Like as a healthcare worker, like stressing about going to your job and worrying about whether or not you're going to come home uh, with an infectious communicable disease that you could give to your entire family and potentially, you know, have one of your, your, your family members that's elderly or vulnerable pass away. Like that fear I have every time I leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> so like you got to find something you know, cause you can't control, you can't control that you may have been standing next to someone that had it, who, yeah. you know, it gets in your eye or like, you know, you breathe or, you know, you're taking off your mask to take a drink and there it is. Right. Right. Exactly. And what I heard from what you just said too, was like the contribution of, like you said, it didn't matter if you were giving the mask to one or 50, like that almost, I see it as like raises your energy to, even though like all this other stuff is going on, like it feels good when you give. And oh like, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I, what I see from that. Yeah. There's so much in that, um, to unpack. I mean, I feel like that call to service is, is really, um, it can really get you out of some tough times, you know, like, even just organizing a blood drive or like, you know, donating to a food pantry or, you know, being on, you know, someone's live stream that you like really like, you know, it's like, you know, how, how, what's the, the uh, best form of flattery is, is, is giving, you know, honor and due to that person, right. And showing up for them. And I feel like that's, that's what I've really seen is like the difference between people who I thought were like really good friends and people who have really shown up for me, you know, like when my grandmother passed away or, you know, when I needed help with, you know, one of my kids or, you know, that I think has been the most eye-opening during this pandemic is like really seeing, you know, who, who's going to show up for you in your life and, and why that's important and understanding how you can make those relationships really last because you know the older we get 
you know, we don't just make friendships like we used to when we were in our twenties, you know, like it's, it's gotta be the real deal. And I, I'm so thankful for the girlfriends in my life. Cause I don't have a lot, but so many people reached out to me and, you know, I really feel like social media has been such an amazing platform for me personally, because stuff that I wouldn't ordinarily put out there, I've just kind of been like, you know what, I'm going to just put it out in the universe and see what happens. And it's just been, it's been such a journey. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that was another part of like what you were saying before we got on the call was like that sense of community and really like bringing people together, even though ironically, we're not able to be close, you right. know, socially distant, whatever. But um, so like that really ties in like the support, like how important support is um, no matter what you're doing in your life. And I think that the more that you can lean on whatever it is, if it's a Facebook group or like picking up the phone and calling somebody doing the zoom or whatever, I think that that also really elevates your energy and it helps you feel more connected because as human beings, we need that. We need connection. We need actually physical touch too, you know, and it's tough when you can't like hug up somebody else. So what, what, are, what are the other ways that we connect? Yeah. So I am a full fledged hug addict, like <laughs> full on, like having serious withdrawals at this point in time like from the hugging it's really bad yeah because I'm a big hugger like even just pe meeting people for the first time like I'm a big hugger like there's just something about being able to embrace it just makes such a difference uh and you know now it's it's so challenging now I'm like okay can I just make sure that like your mask is on well and you know here's some yep. hand sanitizer and we'll just maybe just kind of like we kind of Christian side hug it maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm giving you a virtual hug. I, I love to hug too. <laughs> That's awesome. So was there anything else that you wanted to share kind of before we close up here? Oh man. I know that's, Wait, a like, that's like so open-ended. Oh, I would say um, follow your passion, follow your dreams. And if you don't see the job out there that you think that you want, um, or if you don't see that like purpose driven life, um, create it for yourself. Um, I feel like a lot of times we get stuck in these like little boxes and we feel like, okay, well, this didn't work out. So I guess I'm just going to stay where I am. Um, you know, life is too short to be unhappy. And I just really feel like there's, um, there's not really such a thing as balance. Like we always hear the term like work-life balance, but I really don't think that that's possible. I do, however, think that there is something called harmony and where you really are able to harmonize the two, you know, where your, your personal life and your home life, um, you know, really work in concert with your professional life. And so, again, I have a very supportive spouse and, and I'm very grateful for the fact that he stays home with our children full time because otherwise there's no way I could be able to go and do as many things as I've been able to do. And, and it's a sacrifice. And I am fully aware that he 
absolutely has the harder job of the two of us. And I tell him that all the time. And so it's, it's a, it's that harmony that I feel like we can all get to and never feel guilty for letting one maybe be a little bit more heavy than the other, because it all works out, right? Sometimes in our life, we're more focused on our family. And sometimes in our lives, we're more focused on our careers and our, on our work life. And that's okay. And especially as women, like give yourself permission to be okay with that. Like, don't feel guilty. I know it's hard to say that. And obviously I have my own set of guilt, but don't feel guilty about prioritizing yourself because self-love is like the very first thing that you need to start with in the morning. Because if you can't love yourself, you're not going to be able to love anyone else and you're not going to be able to make an impact. Yeah. That's wow. There's so many nuggets of wisdom in, in everything that you just said. I almost saw like somebody when you were talking about like the harmony of like somebody passing a basketball back and forth, like, you know, you're like passing it and then they pass it back. Like it's kind of not like a juggling, but you're kind of just like, allowing each person to like sometimes this is going to be the priority sometimes it's this and kind of just going with the flow i love that you differentiated between um the harmony and balance and you and that makes a lot of sense yeah so how can people find you how like how would you want people to reach out to you if they have questions yeah, absolutely. So uh, my handle uh, for Instagram and Facebook uh, is going to be at the public health pharmacist. Um, you can also find me just type in my name at in LinkedIn. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm um, at the public health Rx. And then I also have a podcast and a YouTube channel under the same name of the public health pharmacist. Or you can just Google my name and see some of my news footage, which is always fun. Every day I look and I'm like, wow, I didn't know I was in Wyoming this week. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so that's fun too. <laughs> so much for being on with us today. Um, I will leave Dr. Christina's contact information in the show notes. I'll, I'll see you soon. Absolutely. Have an amazing day. <laughs>